believe it, right? But it's truly, truly, honestly, in my heart, it was never financial. Mm-hmm. It was always to see, could I, could I do it? You know, could I be better? Uh, it really was testing myself just to keep myself because I'm, I'm, um, I'm a high rate personality. So I would be a go getter. Um, it was always just to see, could I do it? You know, c- could I do it? It isn't that I was a daredevil or anything like that. I, I was not into climbing mountains. I was into sport. I was like, I like cars, but I was never into r- rally cars or I followed Formula One, but I would never drive one. You know what I mean? So I'm not a risk taker to that level. You know? Chris O'Hare, your Quick Win CEO. And in this show, we talk to entrepreneurs and industry experts on different ways to improve your business. And this is a special episode with a very special guest. As I was honored to interview a Mr. Donald Kellyer. Now, not a lot of people will know about Donald, but he has an incredible story that started with a very humble beginnings that went all the way to selling his last business for over a billion pounds. And in this episode, we try to understand the mindset of someone so successful that we can apply it to our own businesses. Now, this episode is a little out of the ordinary, which I guess is in keeping with it being a special episode. But we started off with a, a podcast prep call, which was just so insightful and interesting that we just had to share it with you guys. I really hope you enjoy this. So let's go. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Very good, and you? Yeah, really good. So just to go through this, so right, uh, the, the questions, couldn't say that there was anything left an impression on me. Uh, <laughs> <it was> just, <laughs> just yourself. <laughs> I, just, I just don't think anything shocks me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we go to understanding what I do, right? So, yeah, yeah. so the, business, the business of what I do, right, is... Uh, is very straightforward. Right? We, we monetize hard assets uh, for humanitarian projects. And the reason I decided to go down that route was because I had an interest in where money came from and to try to do, to, 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 to have a sustained system to help people. So basically, uh, my background is I came from a farming background. Uh, I, I, uh, I loved tr- machinery, well, mostly trucks, right, modern machinery. So I actually ended up driving a truck for almost four years. Yeah. And I loved that, right? But then by default, I got into property development, which kind of rentals and stuff, first, right, an investment. Then I actually got to like it. And so I've been at it ever since. And uh, four years after that, then <clears throat> I, that's 33 years ago now, I got into property. So, Four years after that, then, which is so 29 years ago, I got into financial services. Didn't think I'd like it, right? but I, it grew, I grew to like it. And then I was able to start uh, following my curiosity as to where uh, money came from, currency, well, which I learned the difference in the end was currency and money. Yeah. So um, that 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 then basically has brought me to here, right? You know, so we would have done a lot of pro- developments, uh, mostly in a lot of them in Spain, but we did stuff in Ireland as well, uh, France and near Paris, 
little bit in Dubai. It was um, uh, America. Let me see where else. Uh, yes, that was it, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, we did. I did a bit in Switzerland as well, but it wouldn't be to work mentioning it to be mostly financial services we do in Switzerland, you know. So in terms of property development, was it like commercialised property? It was. Uh, it started off with residential and then ended up in uh, residential and commercial. Uh, so there was hotels in it, uh, part hotels in it, uh, and some commercial centres and shopping centres. And, and there was, in a, I think, yeah, there was one industrial park as well. And that was um, Europe, would you say? Mainly. Yeah, the mostly mostly Spain, but uh, we did quite a bit in Ireland as well. But Spain right. would be one of the big ones, right? It would be one of the most areas I would be, yes. How, still, how did still up. so how did you get into spain how how did that happen it was a, this was a guy i knew that was in the financial services and he mentioned it to me uh 20 22 years ago now and uh, i said yeah sure i'll go and have a look with you anyway and i could see the opportunities immediately there you know yeah so uh, then I, I got to like it uh, you know it's not a bad old lifestyle out there either, you know. <laughs> yeah, but especially when you're used to Irish weather, it's uh, it's um, it's it's better than it's. It's nice to get the break, especially in the winter time, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah. So it's um, it it kind of it morphed from there then, right? And I ended up with good, some good partnerships there. So then that's you know it's probably it's my second home now, you know. So what was the opportunities that you noticed when you were there? It was just value for money. There was a serious value for money in apartments and houses there in comparison to Ireland at the time. Like stuff that you could buy in Ireland for 200,000 was for 40,000, 50,000 in Spain, like, you know, at the time. So there was only one way it was going to go. That was up, you know? Yeah. And I would say, um, tourism in spain is probably on the rise at that point as well right and uh, i think tourism in spain has always been uh there since the 70s anyway you know uh, spain is the is the florida really for europeans really for especially for irish and english people anyway right yeah yeah 100 percent. right i guess the financial services side of things what what would you say um to give us a, a bit more of a broader so it started off right as a, it started off as the insurance side of it, just life insurance and pensions and stuff like that, and then it it moved into mortgages and and lending, and uh, then right I I got into commercial financing, um, and most of the stuff I do now is in the unregulated world. As the regulations came in, uh, regulations in this industry has got very very tight, so. There's not that many products regulated now because it's so difficult to reg to get them regulated. So I'm mostly operating now in the unregulated uh, world, even though that I still have um, um, I, I still have the regulated uh, side of it for another while anyway, you know. Yeah. And uh, it just it, like it, when you go into the unregulated side, then right, that really opens up the whole world to you because you can do all sorts of. Um, mm. Uh, all sorts of stuff like you know <clears throat> so that really and i always had an interest as to where currency came from and uh so you know i finally got the answer to it about 20 years ago and then i was chasing that then right to, to be part of that because I, I wanted to do some some good with it you know makes sense 
you talk about how you have this interest of where money comes from and so this created this interest about around financial services but you also saw the gaps in knowledge for other people would you say and, and obviously that's kind of helping you have, this is your drive in your day-to-day life now isn't it this this yeah yeah um, this, this is the this is basically it takes up my whole day now yeah okay so what made you see that what was the what was the kind of that pivot that 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 trigger that made you see that people don't understand this knowledge that that you know now well <clears throat> they just don't they just simply don't, right? I mean, if you talk to anybody, right, they they don't really have a clue, right, um, where where anything comes from. They they just they just they just believe in the news all the time, right? They just they think that everything that they hear on you know BBC or Sky One or Sky News, they believe it to be true, uh, and possibly. Twenty percent of it is only true, you know. Mm. Uh, so, and in schools and in education, and it's 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 completely tilted that way, right? So that it's tilted the way to get a good education, get a good job, pay your taxes, pay your pension, and uh, if you retire at sixty-five, hopefully you'll have a couple of years to live, and then you discover that you have no pension because. They have spent it all away, right, and printing too much money. And, hmm. and you're wondering what happened to you. So, you know, I would just like <clears throat> if people just just took a bit of time and uh, just ask a few questions. Don't believe everything you hear from anybody, actually, that for that, for that matter, from anybody. Do research. Do your research. And to take, take knowledge from all different sides and use your brain that's what it's there for that's what it's there for just use it right now don't be afraid to use it right don't be waiting for everyone to do things for you you know yes understand that um i know not to use my brain sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um let's talk about you as an entrepreneur then so the, the next bit is about you and your personality because obviously you've been incredibly successful um whether that's various character traits whether that's skills and luck and stuff like that but let's let's talk about maybe um you what's that hunger in you that makes you get out of bed in the morning and and do the things you do even before you know this charitable side of 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 your personality maybe yeah the beginning um when you first started getting into property what was that what was that hunger was it purely financial or was it success or was it growth it actually it actually never was financial ironically enough and uh, it's uh, that, that is something that uh, nobody believes um, so I, I i talk very little about it because people don't believe it right but it's truly truly honestly in my heart it was never financial mm-hmm. it was always to see could i could i do it you know could i be better uh, it really was testing myself just to keep myself, because I'm, I'm, I'm a high-rate personality, so I would be a go-getter. Um, it was always just to see, could I do it? You know, c- could I do it? It isn't that I was a daredevil or anything like that. I, I was not into climbing mountains. I was into sport. 
I wasn't like I like cars, but I was never into rally cars or I followed Formula One, but I would never drive one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm not a risk taker to that level. You know, uh, you know, I done some bungee jumping and stuff like that, right? But I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be a, 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 a thrill seeker, but I definitely wanted to test my intellect and I, I did want to to keep educating myself. And if, if I got something into my head, if, I, if something was told to me that I had an interest in, especially in the financial services, I would not let it go until I got it. I had, I had to achieve it, right? And it, it, it really, truly was never about the money. If it was about the money, I'd be driving Ferraris and living in a castle. You know what I mean? It, it, it never was. It's I'm 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 happy with the life I have. Right? I always was. You know, I don't need this life to have the life I have. If you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I don't need right this level of of uh, wealth to actually support the life I live because I live a very simple life and I never will change. You know, I never will. It's just. But I do like challenging myself, you know. Mm -hmm. So you call it. I would say you would like every challenge that you take on almost helps you grow that a little bit further mm -hmm. in a new direction. That you it know, totally you, does. It so you totally find does. you find kind of um, peace in chaos. I think yes. someone said that. That's exactly. That's exactly it. I, I I actually sometimes the chaos gets too much. But my my wife always says that she said you you still wouldn't be happy unless it was chaos, you know. It's, <laughs> it's and she she's right in that. She's right in that. Yeah, I well the women in our lives they uh they they don't half had some uh, useful things to say, but um luckily I'm very much single, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that issue. Um. Anyway, so would you say there's anything in your background that made you like this? Um, this this feeling of needing to challenge yourself or, or moving forwards? And, uh, I'm sure there is, right? I suppose if there was a psychological test done on me, right, uh, it, it, it probably would be quite scary, right? You know, um, mm. there, there never was a psychological test done on me, right? But I often wondered if it was done, uh, <laughs> I probably would be bordering on uh, in, in, probably insane maybe right but uh, like there, there had to be there mm. had to be something you know I think the, the most thing it, it was that I was an extremely positive uh, person all my life but I grew up in a very negative environment I think that probably was the driving force I'd say mm. so you wanted to force your destiny almost Yes, know, rather yes. Than being dictated uh, and, and I certainly never wanted my children to grow up in in uh, in that type of negative that I grew up in. Um, it wasn't a, it wasn't a bad family, right? It wasn't an abusive family or anything like that. Mm. We, had enough to, we had enough to eat, and we always had a, a, a we always had clothes, and we had the basics, right? Uh, mm. But we it, it was a, it was an extremely negative environment. And it was, you said you could do something, you were told you couldn't do it. Like, I mean, I was told I couldn't drive a truck, right? I was told when I got my license, I wouldn't get a job. I got the job, some people didn't talk to me, and then they spoke to me again. And 
They thought I went into property. They said, you couldn't do it, right? And then when we did it, right, they didn't talk to me. And then they spoke to me again. And then we went on to the next level. And we couldn't do finance. And we couldn't, it was always, there was never support. Never support at all. So I wanted to make absolutely sure that I would never have that environment for my children. You know, just I would break away. And I, I succeeded in that cost a fortune to do it right but mm. it would have been much i would have much preferred to support a family i really would mm. i think you've nailed it i think that's exactly what it is you want to yeah. people that say no to you or say you can't do things you have mm-hmm. this um undenying ability to to kind of go out there and prove them wrong so mm-hmm. i think that's it it was more to the point to prove myself i i did i didn't want to prove them wrong because i i i, I knew they were wrong yeah, okay. I, yeah, I yeah. knew they were wrong. It was actually more that I I wanted to live in a nice environment. I just wanted a nice pe a, a nice. So I had to create the positive environment. You know, I had to create it, and uh, that was uh, very difficult because you were starting from ground zero. So you really had a, a long ways to go. Mm. So you know, you you. You didn't uh, like I, I. I walked away from everything, right? You know, any any type of inheritance, I walked away from it, right? Because I just the price was too high. The price for it was way too high, like you know. That's it's really interesting. I mean, now you're looking back and reflecting on it. Can you see the oh traits in you? Oh my goodness! It's <clears throat> like I mean, uh, I had a uh, uh, my daughter, one of my daughters lives in in the UK. And I hadn't seen her for 16 months. And I met herself and her boyfriend uh, the weekend. And I spent all Saturday and all Sunday with her and and him too. And we were going around London and up the Thames and having lunch and dinners and just chats and coffee. And just and I was just so proud of them, right, as well, that they have survived right through the pandemic and in, in the UK, which is not cheap to live, especially around London, right? And um, you know, I said it to them that I was really proud of them, right? But it, like when I looked at looked at her, I I knew I had achieved what I set out to achieve forty years ago. You know what I mean? Like, and she she's the oldest of them, and we have a son that is up in Northern Ireland, and he's working for an English company too. And I see our other two children here are very independent as well. They're much younger, right? But they're very our other daughter is extremely independent, and I see our youngest son is very like me and they know nothing now but a positive environment and they see right the the benefits of that right that there's no benefit to a negative thinking like you know that they know that if at least if you're positive you have a 50 50 chance if you're negative you have no chance you know and it was beautiful like for me that it was lovely the weekend to be able to sit having lunch really relaxed right it just it it was beautiful like that that is what wealth is to me and it's not the possessions it never was that's why i say it truly was never about the money it was this vision that i had for my family and i actually created it and that was what that's where the the reward is Mm. so it's not great i mean um you're finding wealth in in experiences which is Mm -hmm. um in family, in my own children, I'm in family. That. Yeah, that's it, right? It isn't. It's not what they. It's it's, it's whatever. It, I've always supported them in what they wanted to do. Mm. And, uh, and my my daughter is a, an actress, and she she's now wants to go. She didn't like 
trying to get trying to get it to produce it. She works with Sky, right? And but the point is, is that uh, nobody supported. That there was a lot of people that doesn't support uh, actors and actresses. And we we spoke about friends of her in school that wasn't supported. Mm. And they're doing things that they don't want now. Uh, I I swore I'd never do that to any of my children, like you know, no matter what it cost. Uh, mm. Like that's the only thing I may I want to make money for is for them. It's it to make sure that they can have their dream, right? They can work for it, but I that I will help them and support every way. And like that is there. There really is no currency can buy that. Mm. There really isn't. When you see the reaction, when you see the results when they're twenty five, twenty four, twenty five, when you see the results, right? That's it. You you can tick a box. You can die happy. Then like that that that's the kind of a person I am. Like it's not about the money. It never mm. was. That sounds nice. Um, in terms of why do you think you're successful? In terms of your kind of more more of your day to day skills, these are like your character traits we you kind of touched on, but um, you know that could be around like negotiations. Would you say you're a strong negotiator? Uh, I'd like to your, think so. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd like to think so. You know, I'm sure other people have their opinions about me, right? You don't push as hard as I do, right? And everyone likes you, that's for sure. Do you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm aware of that. Uh, I I uh, I wish it wasn't like that, but that would be unrealistic, right? I mean, not everybody can like you when you're pushing this hard, you know? Yeah. So I'd like to think I'm a good negotiator. Uh, I'd like to think that I'm a, an empathetic guy. That I actually listen to people, right? I think I did a good job at it this week, right? With members of staff and uh, and um, and uh, you know collaborations with partners that I have. I think I did a good job at it. I, I got some very nice texts right, during the week, right, from my conversations, right, with people saying that they really appreciated uh, me talking to them, and that was lovely because. I, I, I just wanted to make sure that they were happy and that they understood, right, that we were all in this together and that they're not on their own, right? And I think I did a good job in it this week. But look, I'm sure there's somebody in the organization saying Donald's a dick this week. Like, I'm sure there is, right? I, I, I can't, I know I won't win them all, right? But mm. I, I, I genuinely do think that that is my strongest trait. That I, I just, because it's not about the money for me, mm. it, it frees up me trying to have you achieve your dreams you know for i just want people to be happy right in their workplace right and if they're working with us i just want them to be happy because i and i keep telling them if, if it's if it's only about the money you will never be happy you'll never be happy if it's just about the money because money is not happiness money gives you the the, the privilege to build a life of happiness but it is not happiness if you if you think possessions like material possessions if you t- honest to god i have never seen a person happy like that. i know mm. they're miserable you know if they think a ferrari will do it or a rolls royce will do it that's grand to have them but if you think if you if the only reason you did it right was because you thought you'd be happy and you wanted to kiss somebody off and leave it's short-lived you'll be back you'll be as unhappy as ever again in a week mm. but i get i get a great Challenge like I'm going to England again, as you know, I'm going to London again next week, and I hope <clears throat> I can forge some more relationships and some more friendships. Uh, and it, it truly is, it was ever like that for me, right? Um, people might say that that's because you're old now. Yeah, I, I was ever like that. I was like that when I was in my 20s. I was honest to God, I was. Mm. 
I, I, I know, I think I'm a very misunderstood person by some people, but I genuinely ever was only trying to help, you know? So it sounds like you're quite, you like building communities. Would you say that's, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. building? Very, very much so, yeah. That's exactly what we're at at the moment. I mean, humanitarian projects are, are, are as community as you get. And would you say you're a great salesman? Or would oh, you yeah. say? Yeah, I, I would now. I, I, I never thought that I was, right? Um, but uh, and this is not an ego talking. I'm, I'm an excellent one. I know that. Uh, I, I, I genuinely uh, know one. <clears throat> I mean, you know, when there was, when I used to be in the insurance, when there was, uh, I was a tight agent for a while. I was always salesman of the month or number two or number three, never below number three. Salesman of the year are never below the top three. Right? It's, all, it's mm -hmm. either one or two all the time. Uh, I never, ever fell outside of the overall top five out of a thousand people. Right? Never, you know. So, mm -hmm. and that was when I was not even at full throttle. Now I'm at full throttle. That was years ago. Right? Um, uh, even my very first second month that I was at it, and I hate I hated it. It was twenty nine years ago. I still have the award up here in the in the wall, right? Actually, uh, it, I actually won uh, salesman of the month, and uh, so, and I and I didn't even think I was a good salesperson, but other people saw it in me. So now I know I am right, and I I definitely know that I can use my skills very much to that. And what's mm. more, I can <clears throat> I can very much sell to pretty much any color now. Any personality, because I, I I just know how to tone the voice right to, and 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 pitch pitch the the speed of the presentation and, and the tone mm. of the voice. I can actually change the tone. Right? Some people say it's the, it's to a dangerous level. <laughs> I was going to say, does, do you think it borders on almost? Um, you can. I, I hate to say manipulate, but I can't think of a better word. Manipulate <laughs> people into doing what you want them to do. We had a huge conversation about this yesterday. <laughs> Myself and two or, two or three times it came up yesterday. So if it came up yesterday three times, right, I guess right, you could use that word. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, to be fair, I think the the best salespeople. That's all they ever do, to be honest. But it's, it's 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 whether it's malicious or not. I think that's that's, that's exactly it. Yeah, that is exactly it. <clears throat> it is like you know the the nuclear power is really good. Nuclear bombs are really bad. There's mm. always a positive and a negative, isn't there? It's very it is, very true. Uh, Hitler was a very smart man. He just used it for very violent things. Yeah. You know, so like. It, there was never a tyrant that was stupid. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just he decided to go down the wrong road rather than the good road, you know? Would you say that you're a great strategist as well? So you can see the long-term vision. Oh, yeah. Build yeah. your oh, way to it. So. That actually is probably the most frustrating thing for me is that other people don't see my vision. Because my vision is so far down the road. It's... Mm one two hundred years down the road you know it's um like when i was creating the strategy for my children it was done long before any of them were born that's that's a, that's a that's what you call a long-term strategy like it was i was visualizing what life would be like for them in an environment like this and then how they could pass that on to their grand to their children so that's a hundred year vision right? 
you know, to be able to look at that, you know. Mm. Mm. So definitely, that I think that's the most frustrating thing for me is that other people don't share that extremely long vision. Would you say that you have like a lot of um, intuitive ability to to kind of be in the right place at the right time? Or would you say um, you've made equal amount of mistakes? Uh, oh as... yeah, definitely. I've okay. made equal amount of mistakes. Oh, this is yeah. Oh, for goodness' sake, I've. I, I I would say I have made more mistakes than 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 right moves, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say it's probably sixty forty against. You yeah. know, uh, you have. <clears throat> it's like I heard Gene Hackman being interviewed once, and he said he never refused a movie. Uh, some of his movies are, well, but some of his movies are great. So. I think Clint Eastwood was similar as well, and a lot of actors are similar. And I think right, that to become really great at anything, you have to try everything. Mm. I think I think you do. I mean, I learned so much from the mistakes. Like, if I didn't make those mistakes, how would I have grown? You know, the mistakes made me grow better than the the wins because the wins you kind of take for granted. You know, the mistakes make you grow. In every way, you know, mentally and physically, and you know everything. Like, you know, mm, I understand that. Um, obviously, you don't know where you're moving from or to if you don't obviously learn from totally. the mistake. So, <clears throat> totally. I mean, like, you know, if you look at look at the, the space program, how many how many rockets blew up before they got one into space? Like, I mean, mm. how would they? How would they ever got one into space if they didn't make mistakes? Mm. I think anyone that ever says they didn't make a mistake is, is really talking, really. that I think they've never done anything. They've <laughs> never made a mistake, never done anything at all. So we've kind of talked about you as an entrepreneur, but what about compounding of your... Um, I'm going to say financial assets, but it could be compounding of your skills. Uh, how important was compounding to you as as you went through your career? Because obviously you've already started off with very little, um, and then you you found you know you got into property, and that that's you've already started off very very small, uh, and then kind of built on that that investment uh, and made it bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, would you like to just? Tell us about that. Well, I suppose, I, yeah, again, I suppose that goes down to the experience again. Um, it, you just, you know, at times I've, <clears throat> have I thought of quitting? Of course I have. Uh, quitting to what? You know? Mm. I mean, you wake up the next morning and quit to what? Right? I mean, I love trucks, right? But would I be happy at the beginning? Of course I wouldn't. I'd be back in the week, right? And I'd say, like, what am I doing here? Right? You know, I mean, I, I know I have gone, I'm better than that. I can move on. Right? And then sometimes I took a break maybe for maybe a year or so. And then just got bored again. Right? And just said, I have to. And finally I became comfortable with the uncomfortable. If you know what I mean. And yeah. I just kind of look at every day now, right, as, you know, just... Evaluate the week. Could you have done better? Of course you could. 
Everyone can. Of course I could have done better this week. I know I, know I could. Uh, am I complacent? Yes. Yes, I am a complacent person. I have to be careful of that. I can actually choose right to, to, to chill out way quicker than I choose to challenge myself, you know? Uh, so does it, does it, is it uncomfortable? Yes. Uh, I write huge goals then, I mean, they keep me uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I have become comfortable with it. Right? I've learned how to reward myself uh, every week, right? Even if just only just to chill out with a glass of wine and uh, I mean, even on my own. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just I've learned how to, I learned how to appreciate the really small rewards. So, think, yeah. No. So, I would say, just listening to you there, so this iterative improvement, so very small improvements, obviously makes a big, big thing, but you're also heading in a particular direction. Almost that's, you're compounding weekly, and you're, okay. by learning on a weekly basis, you can see that you're getting better and better and better um or not not so much or you can take stock and learn lessons from that um but yeah the little rewards that's really interesting because i guess a lot of people wouldn't take those little rewards until they get to the the end goal and then they would take the rewards well you, um, if you don't do that you'll get burned out like there was a saying i heard years ago if you can't do it in 40 hours you're doing it wrong so that was 40 hours a week right? And that's very true. And any time it starts going over 50 hours for me, right, I actually see that I'm getting tired, I'm getting disinterested, I'm not as focused, I'm not as productive. The less hours, the better. The more relaxing time you can take, the better, because even when a brain like this is relaxing, it is creative, and it is very creative when you give it a chance. Mm. Just give it the chance, right, just, just chill out, right, and go in a quiet place. Don't go to a busy place. This is why I hang out in five-star hotels and stuff. It's not because I want to be a big shot. It's just because I'm guaranteed the peace. I'm guaranteed. That's I could never understand, you know, when I started out first, why anyone would pay 10 euros for a cup of coffee. I don't mean, in that days, like, it would have been two pounds, you know, versus 50 pence, you know, a couple of years mm. ago. Now it's £10 versus £4 or whatever, right? And I could never understand it. But about 20 years ago, I understood it. When I actually started to, to get there myself, I understood it then. And I used to go into the, to the local pub, the busy pub, thinking I could chill out there. Hmm. And no disrespect to them. They just didn't have a clue at what I was thinking. You know what I mean, and and I, I and it's not that it wasn't their fault. It wasn't I don't blame them. I'm not blaming them at all. So there's only one person who will take care of yourself, and that's yourself. Hmm. So you you see, if you ever see me hanging out, like anyone that knows me well, if they're ever looking for me in any city, so let's say that there were there's a loneliness somewhere in the Piccadilly area, right? You'll either find me in the Ritz, right? Or you will find me in the bar across the road, right? It's a, I think it's an Irish bar. That, that, that the pint is there for a fiver. You know? Mm. You'll find me in one or the other. You won't find me in between. You know what I mean, man? Mm. Uh, you won't 
like it won't be in a, in a gentleman's club or anything like that. It'll be just either the, the, the top dollar spot, right? Or the lowest one, right? Mm. Not the, not the, not a dangerous place. Not a, not a real, not a, a drug giant, right? You know, but like ordinary workers' pub. Mm. You'll find, guaranteed if you were ever looking for me in any big city, five star out of the six star there, right? You'll find me are in the most ordinary pub that we're probably pretty close to. Mm. So it is depending on where I my brain wants to be at the time. I was going to say, yeah. So would you say your mood very much influences that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. When you, mm. when you have a personality like this, you're, you're probably bordering on autistic, like probably, do you know? I mean, mm. you, you, you are certainly a complex character. I have no question that I'm a complex character. I know that. So what would get you into the Irish pub? What what would how would you have to feel to get you into that? Because I I I guess I've probably gone back to my roots. You see, mm. I came from nothing, and I can relate right to the people that's you know just after making two hundred pound that day and wants to have a couple of pints to wet the whistle and talk a bit of. And I actually enjoy listening to them. I don't I don't participate. I just enjoy it. I just mm. love listening to. Mm. Yeah. Their, their views about the economy, which are completely wrong. I just love it. Like, you know, just, mm. But in that, I, I, I can't stay there too long you know, to go back, right? To re water the brain properly, you know? <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. It's, it's almost like you, feel, you need to feel grounded and be reminded mm. of, of where you come from. I guess I like so. I, f I found myself doing it less and less, though, over mm. the last three years especially since we've kind of gone into the stratosphere with this stuff right so uh, I finally reached what I wanted to reach right I found myself going less and less into them okay um, uh, I, they don't do as much for me anymore as they used you know mm. 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 I completely understand that so if someone wanted to kind of replicate um your success and the way you've kind of um built your career and and essentially be more like you how could they do that how could they replicate that oh my god i think it would actually be easier to win the squid game you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think i think it actually would it would they would have to be ready for a road of many turns and many ups and many downs. Uh, all I would say is that if they're doing it just for the money, <clears throat> it'll never happen. Mm. Uh, that's, that's one thing I could say, right? If it is just for the money you're doing it, and if it's for recognition and status and style, You'll get so far, but you definitely won't get this far. That's no question put out. Okay. The amount of people, uh, like I have a graveyard of people behind me right, that have absolutely failed on this journey. And it was always for status and greed and finance and money. And it was always that that brought them down. Yeah. Jealousy, greed, uh, ego it, it just, just it, it brought them so far and boom they fell mm. you know mm. you cannot get to this level 
unless you are extremely down to earth and extremely humble and genuinely like that. If you've got to genuinely want to help people, it cannot be about you. Mm. If it is about you, then you will get, you'll have success. I mean, I know you, I mean, you're welcome to it. You know, if that's the life you want, you're welcome to it. Mm. Uh, there are so many people that I, I, I don't envy. You know, that has wealth, and it is not that I'm jealous of it, it's just that I don't envy the way they have it, right? And they're so narcissistic, they're so, un they're so unhappy in themselves, you can see it, right? You know, I, I don't know how I see any of these people smiling, right? Mm. Uh, it, like, who cares to be happy? Like, for me, right, that would be the way, like, that would be the way advice I would give people. It cannot be about you. You genuinely want, have to want to help you. You really mm. do, from your heart. And then it will be a nice journey. It'll be, it'll have all the emotions with it, but it it will be rewarding. Your day will come slower, but it, when it comes, it will last forever. Mm -hmm. Like last, like last weekend, it was a lifetime of work, right, for me, right? but that'll last forever now. And that result will last forever. That's the beauty of doing it, right? Mm. Uh, from the heart, right? Not not looking at yourself, not looking at yourself at all. So, I would say, uh, don't. This is what I'm reading from from your answers: is don't um, go down this journey if you you can't handle the the twists and turns of oh, yeah. of Definitely. the challenges that you get and the emotional and probably physical toll on, on you as oh, well, the stresses. And... Yeah, the emotional toll is, I, I swear to God, I, 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 was, I, I, I can't believe I actually made it through. Sometimes when I look back at it, like, mm. the emotional toll like, is, is, is amazing. Like, like they, they say you have the stretch marks to show as well. I definitely have the stretch marks to show. Like, you know? <laughs> the emotional toll is very, very difficult. You do have to be mentally strong. You have to to be careful of your mental health. Your mental health, you have to be very careful with it when you push this hard. And mm. you could go over the top, you could. And there are times, right, that it, it was, it is, it and, and there still will be, it is, it's, it's not, it's there all the time. I even had it a month ago. Really difficult time, really mm. difficult. For no apparent reason, right? But it, it is because you push so hard, you know? Mm. And it's, it's like, then you kind of went on to say, unless you do it for the right reasons, yeah. you almost can't push through these challenges because yeah. actually at the end of the day, that's what's going to make you happy is, is doing it. it for the right reasons. There's no shortcuts, you see. There's no shortcuts when you're doing it for the right reasons. No okay. shortcuts. You have to go through the journey. If you're, there's no easy way. Honest to God, there is no blueprint. There's no okay. book on it. You just have to knuckle down but one thing I would say is, if you, I do know this for a fact, if it if it is not about money, and you truly want to help people, it is easier. Mm -hmm. It is easier. You won't take it as personal, because many people will stab you on the back of this. Many, many, many people, and many people will want to to to, to destroy your name, and there will be there are many people. But if you're doing it, if you're not doing it for the money. And you truly are doing it to help people. It makes it easier. It's, it doesn't say it's easier right, when people do that to you, but it is easier because you will forgive easier. Mm. Most people can forgive. That 
that's it. That's that's the ultimate cancer. Yeah. And once you get stuck and you can't forgive, it's all over. You are finished. Gone. That's it. You're down. That is a complete malignant tumor, and you're not going to survive. That that's what forgiveness. That's that's the power of forgiveness. That. Mm. Understand that. Mm-hmm. I only want to have a person that it has a hundred or a two hundred year vision, has a real deep soul drive that really is happy in their skin. They're not trying to prove anything to anybody. They just want to leave a proper imprint on this earth before they leave. That's all. They're not okay. looking for statues. They're not looking for statues or anything like that. They just want to leave a proper imprint behind. Uh, and something that's sustainable and lasting. Uh, there is nothing happier than that. When you find them, you find them with the right soul, the right heart, in the right place, it is unbelievable what you can do. It is absolute. It's hard to believe that so much good is from such a small, minute people can beat the amount of greed and hatred that's out there. It's absolutely amazing if you can just get nine or ten men. That can be women, because that doesn't matter. Nine or ten people thinking the same way. And I know I have four now. I get that to ten. We're done. Hmm. done. I, 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 don't, I don't think that there is much more than a couple of thousand of these people in the world actually really People are so so into themselves. It's sad, really. Mm. It's sad. It's, it reminds me of another successful person that I uh, am friends with, and they basically build up this close circle around them uh, that they can rely on um, day in day out because they they see that as the truth circle that they're going to tell them the truth. They're going to be there if they need them you know it's not about the one stab them in the back yeah it all stems in to money mm. if it is if money is number one they're not there mm. money money has to be way down the list but understand of course but you have to have the money to do the job i appreciate that i'm not mm. stupid but if it, that's why we're in the creation of money that's why we monetize our own wealth mm. That's mm. the quickest way to do it. <laughs> if you don't like money, print it yourself. <laughs> so, so let's say three pieces of advice. Um, mm-hmm. What would you give to other entrepreneurs? I would I'd go back again. Uh, don't have it be about money. Yeah. Think it. Think about other people right before yourself. What can you? How can you help other people? Then you will have what you want, right? And. Make absolutely sure that you surround yourself with, them, with about a dozen, right? If you can, if you can, a dozen is a lot, right? Even at least two or three people, mm. minimum two, that you can truly, truly, truly count. Mm. Because you'll need them when you hit the wall yourself. You'll need them to be able to go for a lunch with them mm. and just... If you have to cry or whatever, right, that they won't laugh at you, right, that they'll know what it is about, and mm. they'll be there for you, and that you'll be there for them if just next week it happens to them. Maybe the three weeks you will, right? So, if people wanted to go learn more about being an entrepreneur and getting um, 
building their skill set up and and their 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 ability to create a business like you where can they go and learn about this or is this something that's hard to learn well, i i i um, uh... Well, I don't teach it, right? Because I don't think it—I don't think it can be taught. Mm. I think it is a personality. I think you either are, or you're not a decent soul. I really don't think you can become one. You—you uh, you have to have genuine, a genuine nature in you. Well, right? you must. You, you must love the earth and stop complaining about it. You have to be that person you either are or you aren't right mm. and i truly cannot see that being taught i really can't mm. if you are that person then if you truly are that person well i certainly want to talk to you anyway right uh and then we take it from there because mm. there is guidance i can give uh videos and people that help me like brian tracy uh, Mike Maloney uh, for learning about wealth. Um, Brian Tracy, I think, is brilliant actually, right, for teaching people basics, right, you know, stuff. Um, <clears throat> and I, these people are so rare actually that if you find them, I want to work with them because I know that I, that, that I can work with those people. Mm -hmm. I know I can work with those people because that. That's, that's again why I'm having these Zoom calls. Right? I, I just want to spread the net, right, to see can we get them. Do you know what I mean? Because right? I know they're there. They're just, they're like that little nugget of gold. To dig out an entire mountain to get 10 ounces of gold, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, it is, that's how deep it is. So I would just say, right, to the people right, that, uh, it, 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 there's plenty of things you can do. There's plenty of videos and plenty of stuff on the internet and all that, right? Okay, but if you truly want to get to hear, uh, you simply just cannot do it right with grief. You cannot do it with grief. And the only it, this is the reason that I this is the problem I have, right, with the people that are at that top table already. They are there because of plundering and pillaging that was done over a two hundred year period, right? They are rotten with greed. And I just want to see can we make some change in that, right? Some change. I'm not trying to change the world, but I just want to leave a structure behind us, right? That is sustainable, that it will last for hundreds of years, right? And that it will be not just for today and, and tomorrow and the projects we're doing now. I just want these this structure that's my next goal now to just get the structure in impregnable really like just to be there forever you know mm. and that's a challenge in itself that's a challenge in itself right and the technology is going to help us in a big way with this mm. and the i'm just interested to hear about the traders so are they so what what are they trading at the moment they're trading they're not trading anything right? so okay <laughs> It's uh, it's uh, we we make the markets. It's, it's okay. not Wall Street screen you see, right? Okay. No, I was going to say what, what, what no, the way we you monetize, describe it. We 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 monetize hard assets, so we actually create the wealth. Yeah. Okay. We create it. It didn't exist yesterday. It exists tomorrow. You know. <laughs> it's, gotcha. It's, it's it's where 
the world starts. If if this trade didn't wasn't done, there would be no trading in, in Wall Street. There right. would be no London Stock Exchange. There would be no stock exchange. There'd be no trade. There'd be no uh, wealth. There'd be nothing. There'd be no cash machines. There'd be nothing at all. <laughs> so what's the predominant um, part of your portfolio? Because maybe you're talking about gold, rubies, and fine art. Yeah, fine. Well, the precious metals, precious stones, really, is the right. is, is the easiest way to say it. I know fine art has come into it, uh, and like antiquities and stuff like that. Um, uh, and, and you could have other stuff as well. Right? We have enough assets at the moment, anyway. Right? But whiskeys is going to be one good one, actually. Believe it or not. Uh, mm. You uh, said cast, the Irish whiskey, cast, Irish whiskey, and Scotch whiskey too, probably, but especially Irish. Uh, we haven't that yet, and we're working on that, right? We don't need any more assets at the moment. We just need to monetize stuff we have now and get some projects moving that we have on the pipeline since before the pandemic, you know? Mm. So that's the goal now. When we say trading disc, right, like the, like the, the market maker, which really is, uh, it's like a sleight of hands, really, like, you know what I mean, right? Mm. You know, now you see it, now you don't. You're too young to remember Tommy Cooper. You're, you're, you'll never I remember he was a... I do know yeah. Tommy Cooper, may, mainly from old footage, but yes, no, I do. Okay. And... Well, you remember his favourite saying, just like that. Right? Just like that, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. like that. Right? My my well, mum always quotes yeah. uh, Tommy Cooper, so <laughs> I know. So, the the trading platform that we talk about, right, okay, is just like that. Right? It, didn't, <laughs> it, it didn't exist in the morning, and just like that, it existed in the afternoon, right, you know? I get that. Well, thank you, Donald. Thank you for your okay. time. Really no appreciate problem. that. Uh, okay, take care. Awesome. Thanks, Donald. Bye-bye. Thanks to Donald for that great interview. I really hope you guys have got some incredible learnings from that. But... I'm your Quick Win CEO, signing out.